and welcome to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is a storytelling game radio show featuring guests from the New York City Hive and beyond with theme music by Jasula. I'm your co-host Aaron. And I'm Brianna. And today we have back on our fantastic crew from Pod Against the Machine, Zach, Jero, and Izzy. Say hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome back. We've Happy been looking for. Well, I've been looking forward this to this for a week. <laughs> I am so excited. <laughs> I mean, well, we got into an outrageous number of hijinks the first time. So. <laughs> I don't want to brag, but it was a pretty good episode. And if any of our listeners want to listen back to that, they definitely should check out that in our uh, podcast archive. They were playing a game called Mage Against the Machine. And it was just a fantastic game, and uh, we actually didn't get to finish it last time, which is why we're very excited to have them on again for more of that. We will get through with the power of milky magic and more. Oh, God. (laughs) Don't encourage him. Defeat the machine with the power of friendship in this milk we found. (laughs) Found milk. This is truly the fan base for cheese and dairy-related meta plots, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah, yeah, this is our our main fan base is we really like to cater to the cheese people. <laughs> the cheese people. Those, the cheese those people. milky fans. Oh, oh that God. didn't work. That didn't work. The word. <laughs> the word is bad. So how has life been the last couple of weeks uh, playing? Because, I mean, y'all play Pathfinder in your regularly scheduled podcast. How has returning to Pathfinder been after playing the chaos that was Mage Against the Machine? Yeah, we are still resolving all of our problems of violence and dairy over at Pot Against the Machine, just like we do here at Mage Against the Machine. Um, We have a brand. Yeah, we have a brand and we bring it hard. We've been recording together for a year. Congratulations. Yeah, that's exciting. I know. And like, we all haven't actually ever convened in person. Um, Izzy has met Jeff. That's where we're at right now. <laughs> Someday. So our goals are to all be around each other in a totally hygienic and non-dairy based environment very soon. Hopefully by yeah. uh, the second anniversary of the show. Uh, yeah, okay. Fingers crossed. So. <laughs> How about you two? How have uh, things been since you've discovered the magic that is Mage Against the Machine? We went from your level of chaos to like even higher levels of chaos on Halloween. <laughs> it went. It was. It was. It was something. <laughs> put it, we'll so put like, all I will say is someone was like, "Hey, don't push the button," and I was like, "Okay," and immediately forgot and slammed the button down <laughs> with full force and just like chaotically rocketed us off into like the ether. And I was like. Brie, we just said don't push the button, and it was like, like yeah, I completely wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Isn't that always how it happens? You, you think you're going to do one thing, and instead you do chocolate cheesecake. Oh, gosh. Uh, the chocolate cheesecake, though, I'm, I'm, I'm down for that. Oh, see, oh, no. here, it just, my concern is once we start on the dairy path. No, did I do? You oh, cannot damn. be diverted from the dairy path. No, because that was going to ruin it. That was, that was unintentional. It. I'm sorry. No more dairy. We're done. I was holding my tongue. I mean, I was, 
Izzy, for a time. I, the, the thought didn't even cross my <laughs> thank mind. You for, thank you I for just, stopping it. It's just being in y'all's presence. I don't know what it is about, about you all being on gameplay. Like but we also cheese, milkshakes. What, which, what's happening? Okay, because of the five of us, of the five total staff, two of us are lactose intolerant, and Zach is vegan. Like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's it maybe just an stop the milky magic yeah. it could be non-dairy milky magic is it it's like still milky of like magic forbidden is that right why, there must be some part of us is still like mm, but remember dairy mm. i did this i did this <laughs> that was you yeah congratulations i dare say we'll uh probably yeah. get more of that in the game we're gonna be playing today also probably more of a uh, rat world if you mm-hmm. recall <laughs> Oh yes, yeah. No, I'm. Uh, I'm really excited that both of you copyrighted and monetized that name before we had a chance to. Um, I'll course. see you in court. I'm sorry. I need this in writing um, because since you sent us the image, I'm using that, and since you did not give me any claims as to why I couldn't use it, Rat World will be mine. Thank That's you very true. much. Oh, she's on. Have you ever heard of an NFT? Look at this thing. It's hideous <laughs> enough to be an NFT for sure. No, we've blown up the fan base. <laughs> Have you heard of uh, right click save as? I'm so sorry, but. It's a you wouldn't download a rat, rat monster. No, you would. <laughs> rat monster. Well, maybe we should be start fighting some robot monsters instead, since that's like what we're planning to do here. But first, we should do our on air reads for the station. So we're going to read those really quick, and then we will get into some action. So here we go. If you'd like to listen to Radio for Brooklyn when you're not in front of a computer and you don't want to have a weird web browser up on your phone, consider downloading our free mobile app for iPhone and Android available at their respective app stores. Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and to promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. We're a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. I guess now let's get into it. <laughs> let's just start. Let's just start doing the shit. So here we go. Um, we are once again playing Mage Against the Machine, a game that was created by Jordan Palmer, uh, a game that involves us being mages uh, who are trying to go back in time to stop the robot apocalypse by going back along our memories, our personal memories as they relate to the robot apocalypse on our way to try to change them in order to stop the future. Each one of us is in charge of our own memories. We're going in an order that we agreed on last time for the memories that we have and whoever's memory we're visiting in, they become the GM for the moment. They describe what's happening. They set the scene. All the other characters can ask questions about what they see what they can interact with and what's going on and the GM will add more information to the memory that is taking place uh, after a certain point once we have an idea of how we think that this memory relates to the future robot apocalypse then we can roll a dice to talk about how we're going to try to fix it and we can use magic but we have to use an adjective to describe it and it cannot be an adjective that was used before. Otherwise, it turns into an anomaly, which can be used to either let us control plot twists later in the story, or we use it to roll at the end of each memory to see how much it's changed. Hey, Aaron, what were those adjectives that we used last time? 
We have milky, precise, sneaky, deft, aggressive, therapeutic, and savory. Yeah, are we describing are my ideal partner or the adjectives <laughs> that we have inside? I'm kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a very um, calcified. Oh. <laughs> a very calcified uh, show or today. should I say moo? Oh, you um, should say moo. I hate this. I think that's kind of a moo point, actually. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Utter insanity. I can't remember if we made that joke last time, but I'm making it again. If so. So I'm back. the person who has... Yeah. I have the lead event. I'm moving us past this because I can't do this anymore. Um, yeah, that's fair. So, uh, my memory, my second memory. Oh, maybe, uh, maybe we should reintroduce our characters first. No, just really we're just jumping right <laughs> yeah. Just so people know who we are. <laughs> just really quick, but you can go ahead and do that first, Brianna. So, um, my character is Tasha. Uh, she, her, and she uses water magic. Is he? Yes. Yeah, I am playing Marco. He, they. Um, they are a weather mage. I am playing Tabitha. She is a healing hedge witch and an Akoshuza. She's a like midwife as well. Daru? And I am playing Elaine. He is a technomancer. Uh, and I am playing Margot. She, her teleportation magic. All these names were thought up independently. <laughs> <laughs> we have joined the hive mind. Uh, um, shall I get us into the, the memories? Yeah, let's fucking do it. Cool. So my character, Tasha, uh, she is leaving to go to college. And right before she hopped on the train, it's like a very packed station. Uh, lots of people trying to get like their, their family members saying goodbye on the train. And right before uh, she gets onto the train, she is given a flash drive that they mentioned it has a bunch of family photos on it in case, you know, she misses her family. Um, they also tucked in it with his money and a good luck note go my brethren where is the you of the past in this scene what is tasha experiencing like right now who's she interacting with she is interacting with her parents um it's like 10 15 minutes before she has to get on um and it's like the hugging the kissing the goodbye all that stuff how's the vibe with robots right now within the station there's like a lot of those like helper bots i'm not exactly I'm, I'm thinking like a roomba but like with height um that's both like cleaning like the garbage and stuff and also like taking tickets and a lot of the jobs that would have been human-based kind of now if like you went to go on a train now a lot of those are kind of robot based um and a lot of people have gotten very comfortable with them um to a degree but i i guess they t took our jobs <laughs> Dang robots. <laughs> so, so they're around. They're they're pervasive. And is this is this a memory where we have to identify how it started? Like how the thing that is happening in the memory got started or where it ends? How it ended. Okay. So we've all sort of amassed in this place. Um, I think Marco will sort of look around, uh, just the general train station situation. Like, right, why are we here? This looks kind of nice, aside from the robots and the children and whatnot, you know? Um, I mean, there, there are certainly more robots than in the, the previous um, memories that we visited. Is the plan to kill them? Or how do you end robots? Like, melt them, fry, some sort of food-based word, but not food-based. Oh, 
It's well, occasionally going, the answer. The tackle seemed very efficient. It worked right away, right? It did um, it, work it, in Rat World, yeah. It certainly did work on that on that scale, but there are uh, certainly a lot of robots here that it would take um, a significantly more amount of time to tackle all of them at once. And if I remember correctly, um, they're all kind of triggered within one mechanism. So, like, you bitch slap one's head off, they're all going to kind of <laughs> be bitch slapped. Uh, well, more no that'd be funny that'd be that's like phantom menace i mean more that they'd know that one of their number was down and you know go make sure that that one was okay things were in order sure they don't seem to be doing anything yet are we sure we are at the right memory they're just kind of doing their jobs doing a lot of jobs but sure how much are they approaching passengers right now just to take tickets they're kind of like taking tickets, helping people onto trains. The only people in the station are the people getting onto the train itself. Like humans aren't really working the station at all. And they're getting a little sassy, I will say. <laughs> like, you know, when your your checkout counter like kind of snarks you uh, like that, but somehow worse, where like you can kind of tell there's a slight attitude, but like, you're not really sure. You're like, am I imagining this? Back in the days when we thought that uh, robots were never someone to be rude to us. Yep, those were that, that was a that was a time. Little did we know that the trials of service work would impart misanthropy <laughs> in anything, organic or not. Dealing with people is hell, Tabitha says with a smile. Right, okay, so we gotta do something here, right? Um America will approach a train that looks like it is taking people. Like, hi, I'd like to get a ticket to the school and just like to the I don't know train conductor train conductor I guess beep beep boop boop and like a screen it like shows up what like it basically is like a touch screen and you can basically plug in what you want but he's the robot is not very pleased because while you could do it on this machine there's like millions of others and he has the, the robot has so many so much other shit to do but like, like fine you want to buy a ticket here fine beep Seems beep a bit boop testy. boop buddy Right. It's very rude in my language, but okay. Uh, and so he'll start like that, messing It actually the... just kind of like swivels away and leaves because I don't know, you're taking too long. Bye. Well, what the fuck is this? No, did, did that robot just deny you a ticket? It didn't even deny me a ticket. I just talked to it and it said no. Excuse me. And like, we'll go to another one. Just trying to buy a this ticket. One, this one just kind of like changes the screen and it's just kind of staring at you with its blank ass robot eyes. These blank ass robot eyes. Can you do anything about this? This seems like this is your bailiwick. Let me try and basically I want to smack one of these things and try and see if it gets it to work. But I'm trying to think of how adjectively I want to I smack cast it. punch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from what I understand, they're like the the cuckoos from uh, the Ocarina of Time. If we hit one of them, they're all going, <laughs> going to destroy it? us. Yeah. And they basically <laughs> look like those things that like count the cans at Walmart, basically, is what I'm getting appearance-wise, right? <laughs> like... Did you, did you oh, hit wow. it? Did you hit it? No, that uh, is the robot he is apocalypse. going to <laughs> smartly wrap on one of them with his knuckles and see if he can like short it out magically and try to like reboot it so that it stops being a jerk and actually does its job for us. Um, yeah, so that's an adjective. So how many dice would that be? Uh, I mean, I mean that's one. just plus one to the roll. Yeah, uh, that is not good. <laughs> okay, that is a two. 
Oof. But you made it a three. No, that's a two no. with the plus. Oh, no. oh goodness. And I am never using the Google uh, electronic dice roller again. <laughs> An anomaly is added and any player says how things get worse. Oh, no, it gets worse. So, like, all the robots seem to, like, twist their little fucking heads exactly to where you're going. The one you're doing is it's not working. It's just kind of, like fizzing but kind of is looking at you its eyes getting somehow more narrow like it doesn't have eyebrows but like it's doing that and somehow like the closest like 20 of them start to kind of form around this one robot and i think they can see us so they start to kind of form around us and get in like a tighter and tighter group because uh and none of them look happy they all look (laughs) not pleased robot anger Exactly. Oh dear. Um, I think I'm, I'm a little concerned now that um, uh, this might have been the moment when um, the robots decided that they didn't want to um, serve us anymore, and that they must have stopped. They must have stopped the trains. Um, I don't know if smacking them was exactly the right choice here. Um, I think we might have escalated things. We can blow them up. Do like a double smack. Tabitha is going to quickly grab Elaine's shoulders and spin them around um, and make, this is going to be really great radio, um, so I'm going to silently make a hand-waving motion in front of his face and then point to an open area and go, because she's casting my magic, M-I-M-E, trying to make us look like humble street performers who were just trying to knock on a mime door and really was not trying to assault a Dalek or whatever. It's um, like bats, but in a train station. Roll it, Absolutely. I want chaos. All right, let's go. With a plus one, mime magic, I rolled a three. That makes it a four. Okay. It's not great, but not- it's better. It'll do. Wait, so with a four, what was that again, Aaron? Any player says why it didn't work or how it was a dead end. Uh, they didn't fall for it. There's enough other robots around, because the only ones that have circled us are maybe about 20, but there's enough other robots around where they're like, nah, we've seen this shit before. Like, what the fuck? But like, none of this is verbally expressed. It's just all through like eye movements, which again, no eyebrows. Not a lot of facial expression. It's just kind of that look where you can tell that like the dead ass eye of like, yeah, you try it again. Do it one more time. Like that vibe, but from like a machine. So wait, how is this different than riding the Metro normally? I'm, I'm just <laughs> a little. <laughs> um, Margo uh, is is going to say, oh, I think um, I think we need to give them more um, pleasant thoughts, perhaps. Uh, so she's going to try to use her transportation magic to kind of <laughs> yoink the zip drive out of memory Tasha's hands that has all of her like emotional like memories of her family and try to like plug it into the memory of the uh, of the robot. So they have like all those pleasant memories in there instead of thinking about how much they hate humans. Oh no, I hope this works. I feel like oh, this no. could go so terribly wrong. Um, so badly. How do I make yoink an adjective is the question here. <laughs> it's the age old question. Uh, yoinkily. Grabby magic. Grabby magic. Grab a lead. I gravelly tried to yoink the... <laughs> Oh hell yes. I got a six plus one. Oh, nice. Okay. Great. So uh, I guess it it plugs in, but then the memories just kind of like <laughs> feed into the brain of the robot, and all the other robots there 
car and then instead processing that and then probably like if Tasha's parents are there probably go and try to hug Tasha's parents I don't know yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> that's gonna get a weird thing where like are all the robots gonna suddenly be like Tasha and it's like what the absolute fuck <laughs> like from just this whole station like, we do have an anomaly cool army she's cool with her own army <laughs> Uh, what ar- uh, memory do you think won over the robots? Uh, so there was a time when her older sister was like right about to go off to college. What her sister did for like a month leading up before college was just kind of like sitting down and like reading a, a childhood favorite of hers over the month. And I guess her mom had like snuck in one day like as uh, Tasha was falling asleep and like snapped a picture. And it was like one of the, the last times that like she and her sister were like super close before she became a cool college kid. So... What was that? Oh, uh, how can we punch one. robots with that? <laughs> no. You punch them in the heart. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I guess that's a, res- a resolution. Now we do the resolution, something that we did not do last time, but is definitely part of the rule set for this game, where at the end of each memory, we roll one more time a number of dice equal to the number of anomalies generated during the memory plus the number of unspent anomalies. Could we start this game with one? I am going to say yes, just so that we can roll okay. two dice on this. All right, so we're two. Sure, sure. Do Diana, you want to do that roll? Okay, let's see how fucked up we get. And use what am I lo- aiming for again? You, uh, use the lowest die and it just determines the result. Four and a one. Yes. Oh no. Oh no. Oops. Tasha goes to school with like an army of robots. That's the only way that I can see this playing out. Like an army of, like they they adore her, but they are super hostile and like vicious to everyone else. And she just has to like tell her professors whenever like, it's just life now. It's me and a hundred of my classmates, robots. That's both awful, but like, is it bad? No, yeah, that sounds like a dream. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, yeah, but like on one to two, it's one or two, this memory went the exact opposite in this timeline. And then describe how this twisted memory makes you feel the opposite emotion. Oh, right, the opposites. Yeah, what was your core emotion on this one? So my core emotion was like gratitude. So uh, uh, resentful, despite the fact that Tasha has an army of robots. At her beck and call, it's like this this resentment of her parents foisting this like robot army of theirs <laughs> onto her to like keep an eye out for her. So it's like from truly thinking she was gonna have freedom to now having a robot army watching her every move. Yikes. Wow. Sorry, Tasha. I rolled badly. Sorry, girl. <laughs> <laughs> what was experiencing the robot apocalypse like with an army of robots at your beck and call? Oh, isolated. Well, I think we just made her the cause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a little isolating, guys. Uh, next, next memory, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be uh, Tabitha's. Okay, so uh, we find ourselves flickering into existence on the busy and odiferous plane that is the JFK departure zone. Um, so it's the oh, day yeah. before my sister moved to Chicago. <laughs> I took her to JFK that morning. Um, we got into a really stupid fight. It doesn't even matter at this point. I can barely remember what it was about. She was supposed to leave, get on her flight. But I, I, I remember all, all the planes were grounded. 
We wound up just taking a road trip. It, it was amazing. You know, honestly, that was the most time we've spent together since we were kids. From what I understand, we're here because all of the planes stopped flying that day. Um, I don't think another flight, manned by humans at least, took to the air after today. First, there was an announcement over all of the loudspeakers that were saying, all of the flights are temporarily grounded. Please wait for further instructions. We saw our pilot. It, it really wasn't common for like a human pilot those days, but there were still some of those folks that were in the industry and she looked like she had been doing it for a while. She came out maybe a little drunk. It's kind of hard to say. And I remember she, she announced to all of us, the flight isn't happening today. Go to the service desk. They'll, they'll sort you out. And there's maybe one of those little attendant bots nearby too. All right, so we're punching the bot then, right? Oh my God, no. <laughs> no, that, did we not learn from last didn't time? Didn't work so well last <laughs> time. It worked. I mean, event, well, it was a roundabout way, sure, but we tried it I first. can tell you from growing up with them, don't also, punch Also, I him. didn't punch it. I lightly tapped it with techno magic. <laughs> with my fist. <laughs> <laughs> um, Elaine, could, is there any way we could like get into the system, like the, the computer system, just to see like, is there any kind of communication happening between uh, the pilots any kind of communication happening within the i mean i'll admit i call myself a technomancer mostly i seem to just be able to scramble mm. <laughs> mechanical yeah, stuff not, not actually uh right <laughs> well do we want to scramble it or do we want we'll to scramble it hold on I'll well, get i was gonna one say of the he can for my come uh, over. adjective he can desperately attempt to hack into this <laughs> desperately <laughs> Hey, that's much better. That is a five plus one, so that is a six for that little bit of magic. So he uh, sneaks over to like a console sticking out of the wall and starts typing on it and like electricity comes out of his fingers and he's able to get into the system. Uh, what does he see? You know, the problem is they they are still working without a license on their Windows um, 10. <laughs> Windows 11, Windows 13, um, and it's cool because most of the time it's fine. There's just a pop-up every once in a while. Sadly enough, they're still on eight. security flaw. <laughs> just a vista. I'm sorry. I thought he meant the, the issue with the flights, not with... I was also like... Just that they're on Windows. That's it. That's it. Full stop right there. That's, uh, that's the problem. There okay. you go. Wow. Yeah, uh, but you can see that they're actually, they're using a, a pirated registration number off of a, a popular website. And unfortunately, Windows has, uh, the lich Bill Gates has, has caught, caught wind um, and unfortunately kiboshed that. Well, this, so. this wasn't the robots. It was them being cheap. And <laughs> 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 not paying to upgrade their systems. <laughs> I mean... It was it was the gate with which the robots pushed themselves in. You know, you know, if this is it was the it was um it was this this was just this minor security flaw. Beyond this, <laughs> Elaine found I, Ooh, I just thought of a good like an, a good theory, um, to if we're gonna be like the robots did this. Um what if it had something to do with like I guess Margot asked how much was um how, how much did Windows cost at this point in time? Was it was it before or after it got hiked up to like millions of dollars to have Windows on a computer? Oh, you know what she should do is fake a uh, college ID. Just just um pop a dot edu 
in the uh, in the little domain thing and be good to go. <laughs> Airport at we could, dot <laughs> We could save humanity by like using our college IDs one last time. Yeah, isn't that what we've been taught for years? That's why they charge us so much. So, you know, uh, and let's go up to the screen and type in Marco at school.edu. There we go. Done. It's I saved. Feel, I feel like I want you to roll for that. I'm not sure. How oh, I will roll. I will roll. Can I say clever or cleverly? You can you can add a plus one if you're using magic. I don't need, yeah, I don't need to use magic for any of that. That's fine. I'll just use a regular. Just... So can we quickly say then, since Jero succeeded in their role, but is he still going at this, that it was possibly an anomaly that Elaine tried to get in, fix things, and then found that the one thing they could never get past was the Windows registration box? <laughs> Technomancer. The old trope. <laughs> so we've thrown an anomaly in the gears there, screwed things up a little bit, and now it is up to Marco to save us. All right, let's see what we got. Uh, four. That's middling. Is that with your plus one? I don't get a plus one. I wasn't using magic. Just use weather magic. It throw sounds a lot like you said that you were going to do <laughs> so, so, something. Some lightning, some thunder. Or while you're doing it, you just completely unrelated decide to send like a lightning bolt at somebody else in the terminal or something. <laughs> we're like, there, I used magic. <laughs> that could be a four or a five, depending on how, how generous you're feeling. I am an extremely I generous GM as the GM of the scene. Fair. And I will tell you, yeah, absolutely electrifying a stranger. Um, you actually wound up killing somebody that was integral to the robot apocalypse in the interim. So that is fantastic. That person, great. Kill a stranger, save the world. Mage against the machine. Fine. He, did, he didn't tip waiters. He, it's fine. Marco is leaning over this thing, like pretending to type into it their fake school email address. And meanwhile, over their shoulder, this lightning bolt just comes out of the sky and strikes down a random person who like looked like a jerk. Like that person was not tipping anyone. He's right. All right. See, violence always the answer. I think we've decided. Congratulations. Yeah, there's just a weird, oh no, Elon in the background. But we'll just keep going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> EMTs are running that way. We're like, no, 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 you're good. You're no, good. Wait, Hold on. It's, nope. it's too late. Nope. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. So I guess you so have rolling. resolved. You've resolved. You have, yeah. um, with your uh, thunderous electrical magic. Um, <laughs> Murderous while, magic. And yeah, use while, student ID. <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. That's all you need is education and murder to get anywhere in this world. This is um, what I've been saying this for This is years. what we've been trying to impart this on the podcast for a long time. Wait, Thanks for giving Sabathon. us another outlet to do that. Um, Wait, but because the, the road trip didn't happen, does that mean Tabitha's relationship with her sister is still shitty? Well, we're going to find out because I get to roll oh, my resolution. No. <laughs> but we used an anomaly. So I think I only have one dice the roll for this? I think that's how that works, yeah. Yeah, all right, so let's see. Six, six, nice. six. Yeah. So, um, 
all of this happens and uh you know honestly the sisters have been drifting for a couple years but when they saw the um you know uh bearing no resemblance to any existing living individual heir of a blood diamond fortune go down in a sizzling pile of uh hair plugs and ego <laughs> uh they laughed together for the first time in years and that oh, really just brought the sisters together <laughs> Ha, murder. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so they 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 still had some some sort of road trip situation after um, the memory was positive. It was great. Lovely, fantastic. Well, you actually have the next scene, so you can keep going. I'm on a roll right now. Okay, so this one is actually a little bit um, earlier than the last memory. We're going back in time. Um, wow, college. For a moment, Tabitha stares at their younger counterpart, um, excitedly uh, accepting an internship position uh, for very little money while they're still going to school at the same time and just being so excited for it and just being like, oh, God, so stupid. Uh, but then she turns back to everyone at the same time. Well, I was hired right out of my internship at a maternity ward in uh, St. Isidore's in Manhattan. I remember right off, instead of being assigned to like a doctor or a nurse, um, I was actually instructed by this program. Um, it was called Matron, which is the medical assistant training robot. Um, but while the program's scope was purely educational, I actually started to witness near the end Matron um, adjusting oxygen levels for some of the children in here and actually assisting with a delivery of a, a severely encephalitic uh, infant. I think that this might have been the beginning of of humans no longer delivering humans into the world anymore. So going off Marco's plans, we should tackle it. Let's tackle it. <laughs> to the ground. So Matron is represented across multiple terminals inside the hospital. Um, inside the neonatal ward itself, it has this iteration that has actual mechanical kind of appendages that allow it to provide physical care. Um, but at the same time, it also presents um, across a variety of actually mediums, including smartphones and tablets um, inside the hospital, but it can be accessed at any terminal here or seen inside the neonatal ward as she points over to like the sort of claw game sort of situation that they have going on, but it looks a little bit more, it's a little bit more padded when they pick up the babies than the thing. <laughs> You're calling pastels. <laughs> Uh, so, Roughly uh, the same, though. <laughs> so, so I guess, uh, Marco, you can tackle, but perhaps you should tackle something um, a little bit more lasting in effect. Speaking of tackling, is there like a server room of where Matron is housed? Can we go fuck uh, up the server room? Yeah, absolutely. Um, on sub-basement one, um, there is, I believe, HVAC control and then the central server room. Um, it's behind just the normal kind of tumbler lock door. Industry. And then also, is that server room for the whole hospital? Like, if we turn that off, have we just fucked over this whole hospital? Oh, oh that's yes. right. No, Dang. Mm -hmm. I hate that. The controls, the controls aren't separate in there. Although someone who is probably well versed in the intersection of science and magic might be able to determine what specifically results in, in matron's operation and uh, what is something else. How about I flood the server room? Oh, that worked last time, kind of. Yeah, 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 and since it's the whole hospital, like, people might die, but 
<laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> the moral compass of this group. <laughs> the, the robots behind me who have been following me, like there's less now, there's only one, but like he agrees. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad sign at all. Well, maybe we could just, and I know this isn't me, but maybe we could just ask one of the robots, why are you doing this? Who told you that? Could you stop? <laughs> Talking? What? I know, I know. Is I want to try something action? different. I'm kidding. Oh, it's okay. a free action up to six seconds of chat, yeah. <laughs> so who told you to do this? And they just point at Tasha. <laughs> oh, no. <Me. laughs> um, what? Go ahead and flood it. We'll yeah, see what happens. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> look, if, if, if I can, I want to also, like, give a heads up in with my talking as a free action to be like hey you know something might happen in the server room if it does make sure the babies are cool okay so uh i compulsively use um locally a very targeted stream of water to get to the uh server room i assume i can just get down there so please god don't fuck up uh oh. I got a five. Oh. Hey, well, that's okay, good. Great. Good. Nailed it. Okay. Hell yeah. Uh, 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 with magic anyway. is plus one, six. Who gives a shit? I did it. <laughs> you saved all those babies. Um, I'm able to get like a very uh, street, steady stream right into like that one server that is so carefully and clearly marked the Matron matron uh server please do not touch and or put water in this uh able to get it just into that one and it kind of just like fizzles and just kind of like implodes and just kind of collapses on itself and doesn't hit any other server totally and all of the large heavy mechanical arms gently come to rest in the neonatal ward <laughs> After placing all the babies down, it's fine. Like, it's, Definitely it's, it's not on top of the babies at all. Just, <laughs> just uh, gentle, like a little squid. So, I guess uh, with that. Wait, do we have to see if it worked though? Oh, oh yeah, the resolution. Right. Yeah, resolution. I just rolled a five. Yay. I am killing it right now. Resolve. This is great. Resolve. Resolve. Uh, okay. Absolutely. Saving everyone right now. Okay. Oh, next up is my memory. Cool. We come upon a... It's a wedding. Uh, it is a wedding set at a Rat World. <laughs> it is a Rat World <laughs> wedding. Why? Um, and it is, in fact, um, Margot's wedding. Mar <laughs> Margot got married at Rat World. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. In the fantastic, I guess... Rat fortress in the center of the park. <laughs> Rat Dorella's yeah. yep. home. Land. Yeah, I was gonna say, what's the knockoff Cinderella? Uh, yeah, just Ash. in front of the. It's a medium-sized world, right? <laughs> yeah, like things are fine here. Skin wrapped uh, Becca's castle or something. <laughs> the uh, the pellet-shaped lights overhead are beautiful and you know shining in the evening. It's a small group, and they're sitting there, and they're having this procession, and um, Margot is walking down the aisle, and she is being walked down the aisle by a man that is her uncle, 
this jolly is a great way to describe him kind of a, a man he's looking like really happy and overjoyed and margot provides from the side looking back on this saying uh, yes um uh that's that's uncle george he he was having um a very a, a very rough time actually for for quite some time and i uh I, I asked him to walk me down the aisle and he was just, he was so happy and, and so lovely um and this was this was uh, quite a memory which was it was actually um it was actually a very a difficult day generally um although we had made our reservations there all of the robots kept requiring us to prove that we were um uh, i guess robot compliance at that point um they were, it seemed like they were constantly uh testing us during this and you see that there are like robot servers in the back during this wedding standing there in like lines like watching as this wedding is like happening robot servers just watching the wedding wait staff organizers if you if the the servers and everything have become robots like has everyone in this park become a robot except for the patrons and by them uh having these weird ass uh rules is it like will they force you to stay in the park until you comply or is this like will rat world be your new home i mean sounds either like way yeah. that sounds like bad news right so let's burn down the park let's burn Amen. down the park. <laughs> you, you are essentially going to be burning down my wedding oh right the wedding this must be made remember i'm literally like, i'm, I'm literally that? walking look I'm, I'm crying as i'm walking down the aisle with my i'm with my so happy... sorry to hear that you can, can cry about like, something else right can you teleport yourself <laughs> to um I don't know. Nice Utah park. has like a nice lake. Yeah, teleport. Teleport the whole rock formations. Party? Yes. Um. This the really only was thing is, though, I don't. Half of my my spouse really wanted to go there. Um. So that's why it was. Oh. So, can can the person who's having the flashback use their power though? I thought that was one of the things. Like. Oh. I can't. Right. 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 I can't affect my own memory. So yeah. what happens when someone um, isn't robot compliant? In, in this case, a denial of, of service and after a number of different failures um, being uh, actually kicked out of the park at that point. All right. So maybe, uh, oh, how would you feel about rain on your wedding day? <laughs> <laughs> um, I suppose it's better than a fire. Yeah, but I think it's just a little ironic, don't you think? Oh, God. <laughs> A little oh too It's better than ironic. a bunch of spoons. Then Stop you it. need a knife. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I've suffered too many years of dealing with these robots to deal with this shit. <laughs> like, you it's all just one more now. jagged little pill to swallow. It's oh, fine. Dare you. <laughs> I will make you live in rat world. <laughs> but if these robots are able to run the park, I feel like they'd almost have um, things in place if they got rained on. Despite how oh, ironic right. it might be. That's fair. Earthquake? That'd I think we need to get people out of here, right? That's what we're trying yeah, to do. Yeah. Oh, except for the wedding. The wedding party can stay, I guess. But it's oh very unsafe. <sighs> like, what's more important? Your happiness or the future of humanity? Something you guys asked me to question, <laughs> which I'm never going to get over. <laughs> my, my, my Every day. <laughs> Tabitha will look over at a robot, look back at everyone and be like, Oh, I sure hope this works. And then turn back to the robot and say, with her deceptive magic, I think that gentleman who tackled, was it Ricky? 
Ricky? Uh, Rennie, Rennie technically. Well, actually, no. It was like Bush, no, Ricky and Ricky Yeah, Ricky and Rennie. Yeah, I saw him on that please don't let this gentleman inside the park post you have everywhere. And I'm pretty sure I saw him outside in the parking lot right now. So that's her deceptive magic. Wait, what are you trying to do? Convince the robots to leave. Just go (laughs) outside so you can have a beautiful wedding on your own. And um, and then we can lock them out. And I don't know. Stop lying stuff. Look, this is your special day. We're not really directed. concerned about the future. We're just here to make sure that your wedding that's, that's is so sweet. Thank you. It's been a very oh, stressful what? couple of years since then. So, <laughs> okay. What if we have everyone evacuate to the or the robots evacuate to the parking lot, and then um, and then we'll find the server room again. Okay. So, so no, we let all the humans in to come and get the jobs. Like they come back, oh, they start doing just, their jobs. The robots the can't get in there. <laughs> This is the second half of my deception that Amazing. we've we've all we've all worked out together. <laughs> and then force everyone at the wedding to do the work. <laughs> Hi, I know you're getting married, but I do need you to be an employee here now. It's for humanity. <laughs> I, sp- I suppose my uncle George hasn't has a, had a job in a while. So yeah, there are some very large turkey legs for him to hand out to people right over there. <laughs> all right, we have a four on the die that makes it a five. Nice. Okay. With deceptive magic. Have fun uh, working on your wedding day. Um, great. Well, uh, yeah. So you, using your your magic, point this out and point out that uh, Marco might be outside waiting to tackle somebody. And all of the robots <laughs> uh, leave their posts and um, decide Wait, I that thought this we is like that. a class one emergency and, and run and He's rush returned. outside of the park, at which point the doors are locked. <laughs> you lock the robots. doors. And all of the people are so stoked to come back and work their minimum wage jobs at Rat yeah. World. Oh my God, We finally. love being held at. I'm so you, excited could... to put on the Ricky outfit. Oh, well, yeah. great. We did it. Happy, happy wedding. Yeah, happy, happy wedding. Uh, Mar- memory Margot continues to walk down the aisle and gets, uh, you know, gets to have her lovely ceremony. But does she? Yeah, does she? You get to roll on it. I do. Yeah, right? I guess I should. Let's yeah. see. <laughs> oh, no. I don't even know which direction it is. Like, is this bad because she can't work it or is it bad because of robot? I got a three. Don't... Oh, oh man! So okay. this, this memory did not happen in this timeline. Maybe somehow part of what we did ruined the entire wedding, so the whole thing just didn't happen. <laughs> oh no! no! Not we can't ruin her wedding. Y'all worked so hard to save it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Your spouse wanted to get married at Rat World. Rat World, not even <laughs> Disney World. Your potential husband heard that it might in fact be a medium-sized world after all. <laughs> Thought of all of his prospects and just left. <laughs> oh my god. I'm so sorry about your partner. That's fine. I've just never been married. It's okay. <laughs> Marco is like on the next mission just in tears. Just you know, <laughs> just the, the, only, the only person who's ever made me feel um actually calm. That's okay. That's all right. I could I could be okay. I mean, if you need 14 cats just emerge around. <laughs> I, all of a sudden, my my shirt has a lot more cat hair on it. Oh so much more cat hair. We, we need to move on to the next memory. Okay, so this has been, this will be, again, some years on from the robots, robot compliance proving that that problem was solved temporarily. 
uh, but clearly not permanently as in this last uh, memory. Families of more than three have been forced underground with the idea that any anything more than like, you know, three in any in any iteration of the world. This is a family inclusive world, um, just not human inclusive. Three people. Anything more than that. It's a very nice place underground. Like they're, they, they have oxygen filters and and um, artificial sunlight, but it is underground. And those gates at like the surface are, are overseen, obviously, by um, not even sentient robots anymore. It's just sort of like a check system. Like, are you allowed to be here or not? So this is how it ends. We don't know how we get there. Do we know what happened to all those robots who got thrown out of Rat World? Like, did they <laughs> disperse or did they just... Apparently they rose up and created this. Well, if it is those rats from Rat World, I could imagine that working in an environment like that could maybe skew your opinion towards children and families. <laughs> I mean, that's not based in any service work experience that those. I've had at all or anything. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, no, not at all. So perhaps just a little understanding on our part and a communication with the robots might maybe make them understand that, you know, not all families are terrible. It's mostly just children. I mean, the robots on the train had already gotten disdain from working with humans. So then having them in Rat World running the joint where people continue to be somehow even worse than on a train. So once we threw them out of Rat World, they kind of all got together and were like, uh, fuck them kids. And then figured out a way <laughs> to be like, you know what, anyone with too many kids just throw their asses underground. So are we in like one of these vaults right now? Right. Okay. So we've established the sort of setting. The perspective of um, Marco is uh, like watching. They are standing um, outside this like in, just an apartment building. It looks like in relatively it's there's nothing particularly outstanding about this, uh, except for the fact that it is on fire. Marco is standing outside with like a child on his hip and a woman sitting next to him. And as he's watching, like this, this kid in his arms, like, like suddenly, like breaks free and like runs back into the building. Um, and Marcus starts to go after them and like just stops the memory and turns around is like maybe more serious. And you've seen like, right, okay, so apartment fire, right? Um, my kids, uh, who's wonderful by the way, but had just had an illegal baby sister and was very intent on getting that blanket back. They're fine, everyone's fine, but that was the day that we had to. Uh, Move back underground, as they say. They do say that because that's a technical term for it. Was literally what happened. Um, and will like wave a hand and restart the memory of like a, you know fast forward a couple minutes and this kid is like come back out with like a blanket over his shoulders and we'll say the camera pivots just a little bit so this woman sitting next to Marco has like a baby as a robot figure starts to walk over. Okay, I have the weirdest solution here. What if I teleported a bit of the fire into the inside of? the robot so that it overheated and because of the malfunction maybe it fixes the world i don't <laughs> maybe it overheats and then like it like burns the wires or something in its brain that makes it think that baby bad and then like instead baby good and then like <laughs> you give the robot baby fever. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, as the kids do say, YOLO. So um, why not? The kids do say that. Margo at this point is like, if I can have my cat babies, humans should be allowed to have actual babies. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, hmm, how do I, I'm going to, um, 
<laughs> passionately use this teleportation oh magic. I got um, a three plus one as a four, so this, this goes nowhere. <laughs> I mean, that one works. Like, that, that robot goes down, which I think in turn gives, um, like, past Marco and his family enough time to, like, escape. Hmm. But there is still very much the issue of, like, Everything else. <laughs> Families yeah, living underground. Yeah. There has to be a server we could blow up. <laughs> so we have to find the yeah. server room. The server. <laughs> Finally a new plan. Let's go. Can we say so this is an apartment building. Maybe there will have been other families there, other people. Maybe someone else saw this happen and it was just enough to like initially spark a revolution. Like we'd still have there still has to be a plan, something beyond like one robot went down, but enough yeah. to like that person was like we can fight back. If someone saw it, could Tabitha maybe like put the idea into their head to take advantage of this thing they just saw happen? Yeah. So Tabitha walks over to the gentleman who saw this happen. Um, his name is Connor John, of course. And she goes, Connor, look upon this blaze. See it reflected in the innocent eyes and faces of the babies in front of you. It's annoying as they may be. I need you to wage a nonsensical time-traveling war against the robots. And I think you understand that's truly the only plan. We need to push this for at least four, if not five movies. And um, she uses her blockbuster magic. Yeah, I'm sure that my luck is going to run out at this point. I had to say it. Two makes that a three. So... Uh. Nothing goes bad, but it does not work. This man does not Connor. know how to do time travel, so cannot help with a time travel war. <laughs> but is inspired to create a brief YouTube series that eventually so spins off. Going and underground. Like... <laughs> right, you can't be sad all the time. Sometimes you have to watch a movie. Yeah, yeah. I was going to try to flood the earth. <laughs> Holy like fuck. the whole thing? Yeah, but then I also oh, realized yes. that like if the, all the robots. Are, if the other humans are underground, that You're might... just gonna start over. You're just gonna start <laughs> over. Wipe it, wipe it. Let's start over. Mulligan. I mean, the server room has to be somewhere on Earth. <laughs> There's gotta be no. a server room somewhere. Should I try it, guys? Should uh, I? I yes. Point, I mean, we're already in an apocalypse. Like yeah. what? Uh, yeah. Okay. So intelligently, because we have not used that one yet. Intelligently. I'm gonna try to flood the earth, and we can all. There's gonna be a boat. Noah Ark style. I don't know how the fuck we're getting on this boat, but it's gonna work if I can get it. So I got a four, but with magic, it's a five, guys. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Wait, because we're on the Earth. Does that mean I flood us? <laughs> I, I, you definitely mentioned a ship. I mean, it's oh, your yeah, magic, well, man. There's, there's a ship. There's a ship. Someone has boat magic. Uh, because I am very strong, but like not that strong. I managed to flood the entirety of kind of like the Earth, uh, but it's only like maybe at most four inches, and it's just enough to kind of like. All the servers, because all the servers are in the basement somewhere. So, like, because it's in the basement, all it just the trickles down. Good and somehow servers. magically misses all the important servers. So, just like the robots, it is magic. And like, because the robots are walking around, they can't fly yet. Like, their feet are getting like shocked, and their feet aren't protected. So, like, if you hit them from the head, they'd be fine. But from the feet, ooh, that's them special places. So, like, they're all just kind of ticklish. Fishing. 
Because <laughs> everyone's walking around in four inches of water being like, what, what is this? But like the robots are going like, Ugh, and just like, <laughs> well, you know, um, Tasha, with your special connection to the robots, you probably know exactly where the servers are. So yeah, that's, that's what happened. God, I hope this plan works. I'm doing it. I'm going to roll. Yeah. Let's see what the roll is. Here we go. Here we go. Five. It's a five. It's a five. <laughs> it works. It works exactly as planned. Uh, humanity and the cats get on the boat. The world is flooded by four inches of water, which is just enough of an inconvenience that all the robots are like, you know what? Nah. Let's not. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like an inconvenient truth for sure. <laughs> Sometimes you don't need to like kill a bunch of people. You just need to inconvenience them so much trust. that they're like, the fuck? I'm done. <laughs> and there it really. is. <laughs> the robot apocalypse averted. Yay. Go team. Yay. <laughs> we did it. Flood the planet, avoid your problems. This is what this podcast has always been That's trying beautiful. to tell its listenership, from what I understand. But, <laughs> right from the episodes I've listened to. It's, it'll go to rat world. Problem. It's set the problem on fire and at the end of the day <laughs> flood the problem flood the, server yeah, the problem room. will always have a server room find always. the server room find the server room. The problem find the problem. room oh my god i am i'm i feel like i'm gonna be like sitting here thinking about this for like oh <laughs> um yeah my face hurts <laughs> from smiling this much i'm not used to it i'm from the northwest we're not really used to the whole murk thing yeah, thanks so much for once again coming back on so that we could wrap up this very chaotic conclusion of a story. Uh, we really appreciate it. You all are welcome back at any time for this chaos or other ki kinds of chaos or not. So, Yeah, I mean, if any time we can tell a story together with friends and milk, then <laughs> we're here. Dear God. Friends and milk. Well, oh, um, gross. A milky union. Fuck. It. <laughs> oh, no. Why don't you uh, uh, peel that string cheese and let everyone know where they can find y'all on the internet? <laughs> I refuse. I won't do it. I mean, I will. No, I will see, this do is it. the perfect setup for you. Oh, gross. Okay. Okay. Well, the three of us and two of our friends uh, do a weekly podcast Wednesdays, Pathfinder, AP, Iron Gods, Pod Against the Machine. You can find us on Twitter at Pod versus Machine. Uh, the three of us are also individually on Twitter, but I do most of the talking because I'm a loud person. Uh, if you want to find me personally, I'm at Z underscore Mist with a Y because fantasy. I'm also on uh, Twitter at JuroKeyMaster. I mostly post random pictures of pokey or me complaining about politics and zach what about you uh i don't twitter nearly as well as izzy but i am at zach o opportunity zach of opportunity it's a real bad pathfinder pun you can find me there posting once every three months <laughs> fantastic well, our listeners should definitely go and check that out um and also shout out to them for being here thanks so much for listening to gameplay radio here on radio for brooklyn make sure you follow us at gameplay rfb on twitter and if you're listening on a podcast app make sure you leave us a review uh, you can also follow us individually i'm at aaron is a bird that's e-r-y-n is a bird on twitter and at aaron k levine on instagram and i'm at cute bookworm 10 one zero the numbers not the words yeah
uh, and take care of yourselves and each other. And we will talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.